It's finally here, Jonathan. The most wonderful time of the year. I think you mean the most cozy time of the year. Well, it's the most wonderful time because it's the most cozy time thanks to our amazing sponsor, Cozy Earth. Ah, uh, Cozy Earth. Just what we need for the most wonderful winter. And honestly, every season. Did you know Cozy Earth comes with a 10-year warranty? 10 years? That's longer than most reality TV couples last. Right? And you know what else is great? With all the holiday travel coming up and the hotel stays, we don't have to miss out on the coziness. The Cozy Earth bed sheets are amazing, but the Cozy Earth pajamas are just as incredible and fit in our suitcase. So true. Perfect for those long flights and hotel nights. Plus, these pajamas make a fantastic gift for your loved ones. Or, let's be honest, a treat for yourself. Totally. And here's our special gift to all our friends. Up to 40% off site-wide when you use our exclusive promo code MARRIED. That's up to 40% off the coziest sheets, towels, robes, pajamas, and more. That's right. Just use promo code MARRIED at CozyEarth.com to unlock your discount. Stay cozy this holiday season with Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and remember to use promo code MARRIED. That's M-A-R-R-I-E-D for up to 40% off. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. I thought she, too, was going to storm out of a whiskey tasting when they wouldn't give her more whiskey. It's the (laughs) one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And Oh, yeah, whiskey tasting. I loved it so much. Didn't it take you back? I want to say, I think ours was maybe a little more authentic. Well, because we went to the actual distilleries. True. They went to, I don't even know where. It probably was like a bar maybe associated with a distillery, but it wasn't the or a distillery. Yeah, it looked just more like your average bar. It wasn't. It looked nice. It looked like a classy bar. Yeah, it looked nice, but it wasn't the, the Kentucky experience you and I had a few years back. No, I actually thought for a second, it was that speakeasy that we went to in Bardstown. Oh, no. Which was a fantastic whiskey oh, bar. Oh, it was beautiful. But no, I think this was Lexington. and It, it was nice, but yeah. if, you, if you want to do a whiskey tasting and you're in Kentucky, go to a distillery. Oh, yeah. There's so many of them. <laughs> Follow the bourbon trail. That's what we did. Yeah. And I kid. Teresa did not almost storm out because they cut her off. From whiskey, she she almost stormed out because they cut her off from those crackers that they <laughs> <laughs> that they give you to cleanse your palate. Well, you need to cleanse your palate in between. Yeah, that's what Obviously. the water's for, and then you, you eat a little snack. But was it a cookie or a cracker? Uh, it was cookies and crackers. It depends on the distillery. Yeah, I think in Buffalo Trace they gave us this Buffalo Trace cookie cracker. Mm-hmm. And Jam Beam, there was this salty cracker I liked a lot. Okay, Makers, I don't think they gave us anything. No, that was just water. Yeah, but that's the way to do it, I think. But hey, at least at least they are drinking that Kentucky spirit. Guys, if you like whiskey, I highly recommend going to Kentucky, staying in Bardstown in the Haunted Inn, and just do the bourbon trail because everything is like within... 30 to 45 minutes of Bardstown so you oh, can yeah. drive around and it was so much fun and that's h- how I really got into whiskey because I like the story totally and it's not just the bottle and right? you learn about it you see how it's being made and 
for example, Maker's Mark is very charming. It is the perfect time to go. We went over Christmas. Yeah. That's the perfect time to go because yeah. if you've seen a Maker's Mark bottle on the shelf, you know the red wax, you know that tan paper. Like It just feels Christmas all year round, but you go to the distillery and there's the wreaths up and the lights and whoo. It's beautiful. Plus, if you go over Christmas, it's not that busy. True. So it was busy, but it was nice busy. There were some people around, but we never had to wait anywhere. We didn't have to sit in traffic. We didn't have to wait to be seated at the bar. It was great. I think we're going to have to go back. Maybe we not, will go back. I mean, we might pop into Maker's Mark or Jim Beam again because those were two great I would love to go back, yeah. Experiences, but there's so many other distilleries. I know. So, all right, enough about whiskey. We will talk about that whiskey tasting when we get there. Overall, I thought this was a solid episode. It was good, yeah. We're moving right along. We're finally going to be taking some of these foreigners stateside. It looked like next episode. I'm looking at you, Devin and Nick. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, episode seven, and they're still doing the other way, which is confusing to us, the viewers. Or they're doing B90. Or B90. So I'm glad Devin and Nick are going to go back. And I hope that Nikki and J- Jason, Nikki <laughs> and maybe. Justin. You'll, maybe she'll rename him again to Jason. Who, who knows? knows? Uh, we'll go back too. I, or they're going to fizzle out and we'll see. she'll Speaking go home Speaking of his name, I was just thinking about this today. So she calls him Justin, right? Because he looks like Justin Timberlake. There yes, is, huh? apparently. But then... You go out with his friends. You are around his parents. Do you still call him Justin or do you actually call him Igor? Because that's his name. Such a good point. I'm trying to remember back to the friend meeting last episode. I think they called him Igor. At of least course, it's his name. To the camera, but I'm. it's a great point. It's something to keep an ear out for next episode when she does interact with the parents. It's like, oh, yeah, I love Justin. Or does she go with Igor? Mm-hmm. Good Imagine point. if I was like, all right, you you look like John Mayer, so I'm going to call you John Mayer. Like, you, not just John, you, I'm going to call you John you, Mayer. You totally and then we went, picked a different and then name. We went out with your friends, and I would be like, hey, John Mayer, can you get me a beer? Your friends would be like, what? Who, who's John Mayer? I would be like, you know who John Mayer is. He's right here. Yeah. Like, it would be so awkward. It's a little strange. It's, it's something to keep an ear out for, definitely. Yes. All right, but good episode. Why did you say I could have picked a different name? Because the whole John, like, I thought you were going to go, well, if I thought you looked like John Mayer when I called you John, and then you were like, oh, shit, his name is John. Uh, John Mayer. If I called you John Mayer, full name, John. It's literally what I, this is, this is literally my thinking process. Exactly. John Clayton Mayer. His middle name is Clayton. Oh. Yeah. Uh, clearly not a member of the super fan group or anything over here, but yeah, um, multiple Clayton references. So, okay. Good episode. We'll talk about all the couples in a minute. Before we do, real quick, a little business. We're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. You guys know it. If you want to hear us talk about 90 Day the Other Way, a fantastic season, come on over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Reality or marriedthreality.supercast.com. Not only is it ad-free, there's none of this housekeeping. You don't have to hear us. We cut it all out for our Patreon and Supercast friends because they know what's up. And also on Patreon, there's a fun little chat feature. Yes. So we can talk to you guys in real time. We can chat. You can message us over there, too. It's just a good time. Patreon and Supercast. It is. And we have some active friends we love to share. So 
Come over and join the fun. I love it. I love when we all can talk about it. And I love that our friends are becoming more active and commenting on the episode, talking to each other. Like, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think people were maybe a little shy when the feature first came out. Yeah. Now, now we're like, whoa, no spoilers. Keep it to yourself. So it's a it's a safe it's a safe place over there. There's no spoilers, but we do get into it once the episodes air and people have had time to watch. And so it's a I good, love it. I yeah. love it. I love when... Other people chime in on other people's comments, not just me, right? Yeah. So I, I'm loving it. Okay, patreon.com slash Mary or supercast at marytheriality.supercast.com. Also, join the fun on Instagram at Pod. We do memes over there. We share scheduling news and updates. But also, we talk to you over there. We have fun over there. You can call in to the podcast through the DMs on Instagram at Pod. So make sure you follow us over there. Yes. Also, make sure you're following wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as the two most Kentucky things. Horses. And horses. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very Kentucky. It's very hot. Super hot. I would love to ride a horse while drinking whiskey. Would that be drinking and driving? Drinking and riding? I think drinking and riding is okay. Probably dangerous, but... Well, I would just, I would want to be on like a nice stretchatella horse. Okay. Like Tommy. Sure. And just hold a glass of, what do I like? Uh, you like Buffalo Trace. I like Buffalo Trace. I can hold a glass of Buffalo Trace and just be like walking around a forest, enjoying my time in Kentucky. I would, I would do not to turn this into a whiskey podcast, but I would, I would request maybe a glass of Blanton's because that is Ooh, that's, the, that's the bottle with the horse on the top. What about the bottle with the engraved horse that uh, I drunk before? You're like, well, I hope you at least enjoyed it. You don't just make a hot toddy out of it because it's a special bottle. Yeah, that's Rock Hill Farms. Yes. And uh, it's a pretty expensive I did bottle. enjoy it. I didn't make a hot toddy out Good. of it. Good. All right. Enough about whiskey. Smash like it's as hot as Kentucky. And those Kentucky hobbies. And last but not least, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we love when you leave reviews. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Yes. Do you have a review? Please, please have a review. <sighs> I need some I need some positivity in my life. No idea. Struggling over there with what's going on? Well, it's been a busy week. No. All right. Well, then I got a review for you. I'm not All even right. gonna, I'm not even gonna pretend I don't. Of All course. Right. Of course I do, Teresa. This comes to us from our friend. Blue Magic. Hello, Blue Magic. Five stars. Love it. Titled Hilarious Chemistry. I love that. They write, I know you two are married, so there's obvious chemistry, Mm -hmm. but listening to you two is hilarious because of how you both play off of each other. You both balance each other out so well with a knowledgeable straight man to a hilarious but doesn't try to be upbeat woman. Great job entertaining us all. I love that. And also, that's so true. You are hilarious without trying to be. You huh? are knowledgeable. You do all the research. I'm just here. I know. Someone's doing the work, and, and I appreciate that Blue Magic has nailed it on the head. Yeah, you, you get it. You get the podcast, Blue Magic. Thank you. I'm doing a lot of work, too. But, yes, you do but more apparently, of the apparently technical you're not, you're, and the research. You're not trying to. So it comes off as natural, which is... Why I love you so much. You are au naturel, both au phys- naturel. physically and personality-wise. Physically, for sure. Personality-wise, oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, Blue Magic. We appreciate the love. We're, yes, we're, we do so much. Thank you. We're glad. Beautiful, beautiful review. We're glad you are enjoying the podcast. So thank you. If you haven't left the review, 
be like Blue Magic and write in. And again, if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Yes. Okay. That's the business. What do you say before we get into all the couples, we do a little 90 day, by the way. I'm excited, but I hope that it's one that you are going to cover. If you're not, I'm going to be mad at you. All right. Well, let me get it right out of the way then. Okay. Number one. Congratulations to Darcy and Georgie. That's the one. Great. So I can keep doing this with you. Otherwise, I would be like, I'm done. I'm done. You didn't pay attention to my my request. I'm done. Here's the deal. I did question whether I should do this or not because it's the biggest news in 90 Day Fiance history. That's why you had to. Well, I had to do it. Of course, we had to honor our queen, but also I feel like maybe everyone knows it already, so I wouldn't. But of course, we got we to gotta shower the people with love. I love love, and I love that. We love love, and I'm glad you did it because we are Darcy's fans. Yes. And so if you didn't, I would feel dismissed. I don't know why I personally, but I would. <laughs> okay, take it personally over there. So yes, if you haven't heard, Darcy and Georgie, they tied the knot the other day. At first, I didn't believe it. This new this news story started to pop up and I was like, I don't know if I buy this. Then TLC confirmed it. And Darcy did too. And Darcy did too. Darcy wrote, I'm thrilled to share that Georgie and I got married on our special day of November 11th. 11-11. I've been on a long journey to find love. And in the end, love wins. I'm so blessed for you all to be part of my journey in life, love, and happiness. Thank you for all the love and support. I love it. I hope they said I do at 11-11. AM or PM? Any. All right. It was a small wedding. It was at their home in Connecticut, which Mm. Teresa and I may or may not have to do a drive-by of when we're (laughs) home for things. I'm kidding. Maybe I'm not kidding. But, yeah, it was an intimate wedding. I think 20 or so people there. Okay. Uh, so more more people than Florian and Stacy's what, home wedding, apartment wedding. Well, they had the second wedding, which they was did. nice on they the did. water. It's not all good news, though, Teresa. Ooh. Okay. Why? Well, apparently Darcy and Stacy has been canceled. What? Now, it's not official. I refuse to believe it. There's a lot of speculation. And I... I I'm crossing my fingers that it will make a triumphant return. No official word has come out that it's been canceled or that it's been renewed. But I think a lot of people are guessing this because word on the street is no one filmed this wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I figured too. Because if they did film it, they wouldn't tell us. Well, that's why I didn't believe it at first. It's like, what? They're not going to spoil this. This is going to be a huge moment mm-hmm. in their story on the season. But I don't think there was TV cameras there. So there's a lot of speculation that Darcy and Stacey are canceled. And maybe if it is, I'll be devastated for a week or two. But maybe Darcy and Georgie just want to try and have a normal life now that they're married. Fuck that. I want to see what's going on. (laughs) I I want Darcy and Stacey and Georgie and Florian another season, please. I couldn't agree more. Well, you can go to Vegas with them if you want. I told you about that the other week. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I like really do. <laughs> well, we can start a petition. We can get something going and maybe they'll, I mean, the shows go off there and then come back all the time. So even if it is canceled, maybe it'll get rebooted somehow, somewhere. They tried the twin life 10 years ago. That didn't work. Darcy went on 90 day. Now there's Darcy and Stacy. So never say never. There's more Silva in our future. I hope so. Maybe there will be Darcy and Georgie. Ooh. Although, here's the thing. That's in, See, that's interesting now. Maybe Stacy's like, you know what? I'm out. And it would be like a Darcy and George. Well, here's the thing. 
what drama can there be? They cannot have kids. Like, she is just past that in yeah. her age. I don't think she wants to have any more kids. Like, what else can there be? They're married or already, so... So maybe that's why there's no more season. But then couldn't Stacy can bring the drama and have Georgie and Florian as the accessory. Well, let's cross our fingers and... I hope so. I want them to do something crazy and for us to watch it. I agree. Right? I agree. So that's number one, though. Congrats, you two. Nice. We Thank you. Because otherwise I would just drop the mic and I would walk out of our homemade studio. Okay. All right, okay. Well, our living room. I mean, our bedroom. <laughs> I'm very confused why well, you're confused. Because we film it. I mean, we do the podcast with both. We're all over the place. All guys. over. Right now in the bedroom. All right. Uh, by the way, number two, we know Colt and Vanessa were supposed to be on The Last Resort. Yeah. Did you know there was another couple in talks about going on the series? Like on the next episode? I mean, no, next season? on the original. Who? Russ and Pow. Really? She recently told Yahoo, Yahoo Entertainment, she and Russ, they were supposed to be on the season. It didn't happen. And she says, you know what? Now that I've seen the show, I'm glad we didn't go on it because- we don't really have issues when you look at Jovi and Yara or Kalani and Asuelu or Molly yeah. and Kelly. So they're like, our issues pale in comparison. Plus, there's not enough money on this network to make us drop a bomb like Kalani and Asuelu, even if we did have. She said that? hmm Well, isn't she doing some sort of a wrestling? She is. I don't know if that's still going on, but... She is expected to return to our TV in the near future. What? She's been cast to appear on a new Amazon show or Amazon freebie or something related to Amazon. It's called The Goat. Okay. Okay. On The Goat, hosted by Daniel Tosh. She's a comedian, has a show, Tosh.0. She'll be joined by other reality TV stars. So Tech Money from The Real World, Jill Zarin from Real Housewives, Lauren from Love is Blind, and Joey Sasso from The Circle and Perfect Match, plus others. But they're going to live in a mansion and compete in a series of challenges, and the winner receives a cash prize in the title of The Goat. Who's Lauren from Love is Blind? Lauren Speed. Uh, Lauren and Cameron. Oh, the OG. OG. The OG happily married couple. They're still married. Yeah, this isn't a dating competition or anything. This nice. Is just, okay. This is just reality TV stars going on to compete for money. Got it. There's no release date at the moment, but I think it's coming up, and I'll definitely keep an eye out and make sure to let all of our friends know. Nice. All right. So there we go. That is 90 Day, by the way, one in number two again. Shout out to Darcy and Georgie. Good things awesome. come to those who wait. Nice. Are we ready? Let's do it. The reason we're here, Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season 10, episode 7. Lip gloss gate continues, Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) I I already forgot what it means, but I think you explained it to me before, so we don't have to go over it again. I'll ask you after. Okay, it's, it's Gino and Jasmine. Usually the worst thing that can come from like a wet and wild CVS lip gloss is a minor allergic reaction. Not when it's Gino and Jasmine. It could end a relationship. Like I was like dying laughing on the opening scene. Gino in the car with his window half rolled down saying, it's a lip balm. I never cheated on Jasmine. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know why she's freaking out. I found my Gino's voice. Woo-hoo! 
Nice. <laughs> but he like essentially gets out of his car. He's trying to explain to Jasmine that he's never been with another woman. He's never cheated on her. And I mean, Jasmine, look at all the hats. How many women would just deal with him constantly wearing a hat? I think you're the only one. She may be the only one. She blames her reaction or she explains her reaction. It's due to abandonment issues, which stems from her dad leaving her when she was a child. And I want to be sympathetic here, but Jasmine, you legit left your kids too to come yeah. here. Here's the thing. I, I'm, the more we watch these reality TVs, the more I really am a big supporter of if there is no trust, there is no relationship. Trust is so, so, so big because if you don't trust your partner, you will never be fully happy because let's be honest, your man or your woman, they will be around the other gender, right? Mm -hmm. We work with other people. We go out. So like, if there is no trust, you will never be happy. Like if I had no trust in you because you travel so much, you work with a lot of women and I'm okay with it because I trust you and you've never given me a reason not to. But if I bring myself to Jasmine's shoes and be like, oh, I don't trust John, I would never be able to be happy. Yeah. Well, as you said, I've never done anything to break that trust. Gino has, but also she was evidence and report. Evidence long before I think he, oh, was, yeah. he was ever caught sending nudes or doing whatever. Although I think the way they met, if I have my story straight, is wasn't she was she on was she a cam girl? Well, someone said it. They I don't think they confirmed, but he was sending hers nudes. It was he wasn't sending his own nudes to other people. I know. That's that was the issue. I'm not saying, I'm not taking away from the fact that it was fucked up, but it's not like he was like Rob taking photos of his penis and, and blasting it on the internet. True. Like he was trying to flex with Jasmine and he did it the very wrong way, which fucked it, up. But I don't think he ever cheated on her. I, I don't know if he did or did not. I, I can't say, but still that breaks a crazy amount of trust. If you send someone something in confidence and they send it to the rest of the world or their friends or whomever, that breaks a lot of trust. Oh, 100%. I'm not, I'm not taking away she, from the fact that it was fucked there's, up. There's a difference between cheating and breaking trust. You can break trust a million different ways that don't involve cheating. Correct. But they both do break your trust. Sure. But- I can I can see why it's just as bad to send someone else's nudes to your friends. Doesn't have to be a rap situation, which you know that is terrible, broke her trust, and she either probably needs to figure out a way to regain trust, or this relationship's just not gonna work. Well, here's the thing. I agree with what you just said. Like it is absolutely terrible. Like he yes, he didn't send nudes of himself to anyone, but yes, he did break her trust by sending her nudes that were meant for him only to his friend or his ex, whoever. It's terrible. But I feel like at the time that she decided to give him another chance for this, she should have fully embraced it. I don't think right. she has. I think she moved on not trusting him and things just kept adding up. Every single tiny little thing is a big deal now because she never fully 
said, okay, he fucked up. I'm moving on from here. Let's have a clean slate. And that never happened. So then every single tiny thing is a huge deal. They would benefit from couples therapy. Oh, yeah. Ongoing. And she could very well benefit from therapy in general to work on her trust issues and her abandonment issues. It does make sense why she is choosing to be with Gino over a Dane type because she is worried a man with more options could leave me. So what we've speculated all along of she doesn't have the most self-confidence and that's why she's chose Gino. It holds up because it all goes back to this abandonment issue of a man leaving her. She admitted it. She admitted it before that the reason why she chose Gino, someone with a dead bod, not maybe as good looking as Dane or other guys that she could go for because she's a very beautiful woman is because she needs someone who will be there for her, who will worship her and will not leave her. Totally. So Gino ends up getting Jasmine to calm down and they sit in the car and he explains, I'll never cheat on you again, Jasmine. And she's like, I hate this car. I should think about I hate it. this car. Not, I said never cheat on you again. He never would in the first place. Yes, because he's like, I would never do that to you. I would never cheat on you because I'm in love with you. And she keeps crying. She's like, I don't feel love. I don't feel love. I hate this stupid car. I hate everything. And she, if if they don't do a couples therapy, she needs to do her own. Because I think because of her past issues, she really needs someone to talk to about that. And I think she would be much happier and calmer person if she's in therapy. Well, I think what's adding to her unhappiness is that she's actively choosing a life she's not over the moon about. She's actively choosing a man who maybe she's not as attracted to, a state to live in that she's not as happy about because the alternative is, well, maybe I go to Miami or another country and I'm with a hot guy well, that, that's all going to leave me because I have abandonment issues. So she's choosing unhappiness in hopes that, well, if I'm unhappy, I'll at least be unhappy with a guy who's going to stay with me. So she needs to work on her trust issues, her abandonment issues, but she also needs to work on being happy with the life that she's chosen. And I want her to be happy about herself. Like she... You know, on one hand, and I, I get it now, more, the more she talks about herself, the more I'm like, oh, I see this. All the self-improvements, the plastic surgeries, the hair, the teeth, the boobs, right? Like she's trying to self-improve that gives her a certain com- amount of confidence that at the same time, she still is not confident enough because she tells you, know, I did a butt surgery because I lost weight and now I don't have a big butt. You love big butts. I don't want you to leave me. And so like, if you really think about the whole picture, it's sad. Yeah, it is it, sad. It, it's truly sad. And I wish she wasn't that way because she's got it all for herself, right? And she's got Gino. I really think she just needs to talk to someone, someone who can help her. Again, a therapy. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's not what's on the outside. What's on the outside is amazing. What's on the inside is her mind. And it's it's she's struggling. She is. But I, I really think that if she talked to the right people, they would help her understand herself. Totally. So New Day 
what will Jasmine find today? She's in the living room. She's working out. I love that Gino has a thigh master because I don't think Jasmine brought that with her from Panama. There's a thigh master sitting there and Gino is totally the guy <laughs> to buy every piece of infomercial workout equipment there is. He's got the tie bow. He's got buns of steel. He's got six minute abs. He bought it. He used it once. Then he th- put it under the couch. How do you know all this? I I was around in the 90s and- you are a you are a child. My parents had or still have a thigh master. Really? What is it? What is it? Yeah. It's that it's like a V with foam around it. Ooh. And then you like close Oh yeah, your, we, we have it too at home. Suzanne Summers, thigh master. Oh, we have it too. My, my dad, mom bought it. My dad has the ab roller. He my dad the crunch contraption. Ooh. Oh right. yeah, my parents fell for all that stuff. <laughs> we have the thigh master too. Yeah. So Jasmine works out, finishes, then she goes to clean the house, and this is where she uncovers a treasure trove of goodies from Gino's past. Yes, for example, a Kama Sutra book, a napkin from his 40th birthday that his ex-wife threw pa- for him. Pass me that napkin because I need to wipe off the vomit from my mouth from picturing Gino going through a Kama Sutra book. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, like, is it some... Okay, my parents have a Kama Sutra book. They have a few. Excuse me? Yeah, they have a cartoon Kama Sutra. They have a real Kama Sutra. Don't oh, ask me how I know. But, Teresa, how do you know? They, have you seen my parents' bedroom? They have a f- wall made out of books, right? Mm-hmm. My parents are both professors professors of literature, so they have a lot of books. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, my favorite thing was to go through the books. Mm-hmm. And I was usually really drawn to the Lord of the Rings books because they had a diamond on the cover that I really liked. Lord of the Conquerings. Guess what was next to the Lord of the Rings books? I, I just said. All the Kama Sutra books. Uh-huh. So I went through that too. And I was like, oh my gosh, my parents have cartoon sex books. <laughs> and I didn't understand that until I got older. And I'm like, oh, sex positions. All right, parents. That would be my excuse from that point forward of why I don't read. John, why don't you read? Well, I went to my parents' room to pick out a book. And the first one I grabbed was Kama Sutra. And I've been scarred ever since. So don't ask again. <laughs> oh, I showed it to all my parents. I mean, all my friends. <laughs> that's so, that's wild. Well, I found it very interesting when I was 12. I'm like, my parents have a sex book. I got to tell everyone. And whenever I had a play date, I used to show all my friends. Mm -hmm. I know. I know. I scarred all my friends. So, all right. Gino found that. Gino found some lube. Well, not Gino. Jasmine. Jasmine. Sorry. Jasmine, you've twisted my mind, Teresa. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having trouble thinking straight. But, yeah, she found all that. She found a legal pad with a Spanish translation for penis. And then the icing on the cake for me was she found a photo of the ex's dog. And it was very <laughs> it was very similar to Coco. And my favorite part was that they blurred out the dog's photo like it was a child. Like how when they show a family photo and they have to blur out the child's face, they blurred out this dog's face. Well, she found a card written by his ex saying how much she loves him and loves everything, everything about him. Yeah, you grew up reading the Kama Sutra. How come my birthday cards never have sexual messages in them? <laughs> it's always just like, <laughs> happy birthday, John. Thanks. Uh, have another amazing year. That's not true. I give you a very personalized card. No, you, you do. We don't have to go into that, but don't, don't ever complain about my cards. I am like the queen of Birthday gifts and Christmas gifts and Hanukkah gifts and name day gifts. Put a little like sexual drawing in it next time though. Show me what you learned as a child. Really? 
No, I'm just kidding. But this all right, a, all right. Oh, it's this, coming to you. You kind of got caught. It's gonna have some boobs on it. <laughs> okay. Eight <laughs> wild nights. <laughs> Anyways, yes, uh, she found this card, and all all hell broke loose. Of course. Yes, and I was gonna add about the dog. She said. Oh, I went through his ex-wife's social media and look what I found. Years back, they got a dog looking like Coco. Is he trying to replace us? Is he trying to replace us, Coco? Coco, you probably need a dog therapy. Jasmine, you do too. (laughs) Not the dog one, but you do too. You know that there's couples therapy. There's got to be between pet and pet owner. Oh, for sure. And if there is none, then I should start that. We should absolutely start it. So (laughs) right then, when Jasmine's in this fit of rage, Gino comes in and he he's like what what is going on jasmine's like sit down we need to talk he's like babe look what i got i bought coco these steps so that he doesn't have to jump on the bed it doesn't hurt his back and look i got him some cute clothes do you like it you like this bucket <laughs> hat it's got a peace sign on it what do you think oh your gino's better uh sit down we need to talk well, maybe, what do you mean about these wooden steps that I got for Coco? She's like, you are always such a giver, so generous and kind. What is all this? He spots the Kama Sutra, is like, oh, this is just old stuff. I forgot to, I forgot to throw this out. And he explains, well, these language learning books is because I was going to move to Portugal for work and the napkin. Well, that's just old. I, I didn't throw, throw it out. Well, I think... I think the Portuguese book really pissed her off because she's been asking him to learn Spanish and he hasn't. His ex-wife was from Brazil. So she got pissed off that he was learning Portuguese for his ex. And I don't think she bought out the fact that he was learning for work. I don't know. I kind of buy it. But I do too. I don't think Jasmine did. Either way, when she's upset, she's not going to listen to anything he's saying. I want to ask you, because you're someone who hates wasting. You hate throwing things out. Yes. It's it's donate, sell, but never throw out. How do you feel about keeping things from the past and, and specifically past relationships? Toss it. But what if it's like, oh, my ex bought me this, like if an ex bought you a purse. You're really going to toss a $500 purse? I would not toss it. I would donate it. Okay. Because I think it carries a sent. I think if you keep something like this, it's sentimental. Let's just be honest, right? Unless it's the only purse you own, well, I would still try to like get rid of it or sell it. I would not throw it out, but I would probably donate it or I would try to sell it on Poshmark. I don't know. I don't need to look at something and be reminded of my past unless I want to. Yeah. Do you have something from your ex? I have. That I've had while we've been together. I don't. <gasps> I don't anymore. What is it? I had like sunglasses <gasps> the first few years we were together, <gasps> and then I just over the time got other sunglasses. I bought you sunglasses a few years ago. Yeah, and I, and I have the. I don't have them anymore. I tossed them out, but in the beginning I did for a few years because there were sunglasses I had gotten not even recently. You know, years prior. But she bought it for you. Yeah. But what am I gonna? I don't want to throw out sunglasses. You need to. You know why? Because those sunglasses will always remind you of your ex. Never, never. They did. All, of course, they did. Mm. Because when of I look through, when I look through, it's it's a darker time. Yes, but also <laughs> like, it's not even like you want to be reminded of it. It just does. I guess so. I bought you very nice, expensive sunglasses. Oh, I got rid of them before 
that. Okay. But I'm just, I'm being honest with you. I'm not saying you start dating someone, you need to get rid of stuff. But if things get serious, I don't see the need unless, no unless. There is no unless. Just just okay. donate it. Right. There might be other people benefiting from your ex's sunnies. What about like clothing? You have to go through all of your clothing and go, okay, this was a gift. This was, she bought me this. And then you have to go and donate all that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. I don't think I have clothing from... You, I okay. hope not. I mean, your some of your past fashion. Did she buy you those ugly pants I made you toss? No, I don't think people buy me clothes because they know I'm hard to I shop do. for. Eh, what's the last piece of clothing you bought me? I don't know. Exactly. You buy me like socks. No, I, I bought you some nice stuff. I don't recall. Oh, you bought me like a, like a fleece. Yeah, that's a nice fleece. But I picked it out. Yes, because I know you. <laughs> Anyways, new day, 77 days to wet. Jasmine's at the salon. She needs to do a little pampering to take her mind off things. And she's got a friend now, Dana's wife, Michelle, which I love. I love that Jasmine's found a friend. Well, Michelle was there for her even at the family petank game party. Petank? Bocce? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are you saying? Petank. What is that? Pe- Bocce. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just couldn't think of the English version. But yeah, she was she was very nice to her at the Barchi game. Totally. And I think maybe that's where the friendship was really formed. And I think she Jasmine needs someone like Michelle because Michelle is not being influenced by anyone from Gino's family. But at the same time, she can have a point of view that can help Jasmine to see things in a certain way. Well, Michelle is not on your side. She thinks a lot of people save things and Dana has stuff and she's okay with that. Well, yeah, fuck that, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle's advice is just like trust him a little more, believe him a little more because he loves you. Yes, that's what I'm saying. And I think Jasmine was like, oh, you're right. Like, I don't trust him. I need to work on it. And she starts feeling bad for a hot minute, right before Michelle says, you know what, girl, we we need to do a girl's night out. I mean, Gino had a bachelor party the day before you arrived. He went to the strip club. Did he touch some strippers? Oh, for sure. It's a bachelor party. Michelle doesn't even know what she's suggesting. Michelle's like... Yeah, girls night, hang out, little bachelor. Yeah, if you want to shove your ass out a bus window, Michelle, get ready for that. Well, I think it's a great idea, but I think Michelle threw Gino under her bus. But I would also, like, I knew when you went to your bachelor party, uh, that's something you tell your loved one or your, your significant other that you're doing. The fact that Gino didn't tell her, that's just fucked up. Well, he knows what he's dealing with, which is... That's another reason that you should not overreact when you find something out, especially if it's not that bad, because then you're just going to condition someone not to tell you. If Gino told Jasmine, hey, me and Dana and a couple of the other guys, Uncle Marco, we're going to hit the strip club, she would lose her shit because she has time and time again over other things similar. And so she's conditioned him to keep these things a secret. True. You need to be trustworthy and open that, okay, you can do these things. I'm not going to freak out until you prove that I have a reason to freak out. Well, he should have told her about a bachelor party. She would probably freak out, but at least she would have known. Like the fact that he hid it from her, of course she's going to find out, Gino. What are you talking about? At one point sometimes, forget Michelle. 
they not gonna say, dude, you know, remember when we went to the strip club for your bachelor party? It was so much fun. Someone's gonna say something. Nah, I think Dana's smart, Dana smart enough to know not to. The thing I, I didn't like that Michelle said, and I like Michelle, and I'm glad she's friendly with Jasmine. When Jasmine asked, do you think women touched Gino? Michelle goes, yeah, it was a bachelor party. I'm sure. I'm sure Gino got touched. Well, I think she meant like, oh, you probably got a lap dance. Okay. Of course. I don't when I go to the strip club. I don't want to. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking only. Hands well, off. Again, you're not going because of the way you feel about the strippers. So <laughs> We talk about this on Patreon, guys. But I, I've never gone and been one to get lap dances. I'll go because, as I told you in my defense of strip clubs all along, was it just feels like a guy's club. Like it's a place where guys can go and have a cigar, drink a beer, and it's, it's a unique experience. But I've never gone to be like, yeah, I need a girl to dance on me. I don't think you can smoke at strip clubs. Maybe I have. some. I have. The one, the one we went to here. Yeah, and I got mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> Not because of the strip club, but because what John says, he he looks at the strippers and he sees them as girls next no, door. That's not what I said. I said I'm more attracted to the girl next door type. Yeah. I, I said, I think I need to look at a stripper that looks like nothing I would ever go for. That makes it fun. No, I disagree. I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. And I my point to you is if I wanted some over-the-top, fillered housewife, fake boobs. That's exactly what you need at a stripper. No, because then wouldn't you sit there and go like, oh, that's what he's attracted to. And I'm not that. So No, I would be like, that's great that he's looking at it now. Hmm. I, I think you'd feel differently if I was like, that's what I'm into. But you're not supposed to be into that. Oh. Well, then that's just a waste of money. Of course it's a waste of money. Oh. Strip clubs are for people who, well, they don't get it at home, so they go and look at I something else. Complete, they're single. I completely disagree. Well, you are entitled to your own opinion, Jonathan. Yes. Well, I have it. Thank you. <laughs> but now Gino's in big trouble. Of course he is. What else is new? He gets, what else is new? He gets six hours of grace, and then it's back to the ring. Ooh. So, all right, that's Gino and Jasmine. Shall we move on to a couple, another couple that's not doing too hot? Let's move on to Rob and Sophie. So, Sophie invited Rob over to her Airbnb to talk. And I don't know if you saw this when he pulled in i thought the two boy the two by four propping the trunk open was the worst part of his car his car was covered in bird shit Ew, that's gross and i did not see that i was gonna i saw you taking notes Ew. during that part and i was gonna be like hey check this out but i thought maybe you'd get too nauseous so, no okay well be glad you didn't see it it was disgusting run a hose over that thing pour a bucket of water you're not yeah. making any sort of good impression with that well the reason why he's coming to her airbnb is because she said uh i want to talk to him face to face because i want to see his bad language his facial expressions plus i don't want to go to his tiny gross environment apartment well she's gonna change her mind very soon about it and i'm mad at her yeah, probably because he came in like he was on The Bachelor with a single rose. <laughs> it's like the final rose goes to you, Sophie. Like spring for the bouquet. I don't think he paid for it. I think he stole it from someone's front yard. Probably. He was probably yeah. on the way over being like, 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I probably should bring something. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's so proud of it. He's like, hey, it's sup, Burchuros. It's your favorite color. So, yeah. He does- he doesn't think he did anything wrong. He doesn't even really apologize. He just keeps trying to explain it away. Oh, it was like, it was like junk mail. Yeah, w- when you when you send a video of your junk, it is like junk mail. But you still <laughs> sent a video of your junk. Just own it. Just accept that you messed up. And then maybe she can truly forgive you and, and truly get over it. But until you own it. She's always going to have doubts that you're being honest with her because she knows the truth. Of course. And he is such a moron. I truly, truly dislike him because not that he doesn't own up to it. He keeps making excuses for himself saying, you know, like it's really hard to be in a relationship with someone from another country. Like, so what do you expect of me? She's in the same situation. Is is she sending news to guys? True. True. And if that's the case, don't be in a long distance relationship. Exactly. You don't get a different set of relationship rules because you're in a long distance relationship, unless you guys wrote those rules yourself, but it doesn't seem like you did. He's just making more and more excuses. Oh, it's junk mail. Oh, you live 2,000 miles away. It's like, no, you're a shitty boyfriend or a shitty fiance, Mm -hmm. and you don't get certain passes because of these situations. And Sophie gets it. She doesn't feel like he's being genuine. And Rob says, all I can do now is not to do this, not to do this again. But you did it again. You've totally. You've done it before. It took her a year to get over. She finally got over this and you, you did it again. Like at this point, she really needs to leave him. Sadly, that's not the case. Well, he did it. Again, because she forgave him. Yeah. He realized, oh, there's no real consequence for doing this in the first place. She got over it once. She'll get over it again. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He's going to do it again. Because you just prove time and time again that you don't really take it seriously. There are no consequences for this action. And how do you expect him to learn if you keep allowing him to get away with this? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, to your point about her not leaving, she's like, well, my only option is to Stay with you because I have nowhere else to go. Well, you can go home. Mm-hmm. You do have somewhere to go. Your mom, you can go live with your mom if you need to. Oh, yeah. You were able to finance this beautiful Airbnb. You clearly could buy a plane ticket and go home. But for some reason, whether it's America or she truly does love Rob, she's going to stay in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Now smell the rose. <laughs> when he, that was so weird. He's like, now smell the rose. And he's like, can I sit closer to you? Smell the rose. Smell the rose. <laughs> smell fresh it is. I just ripped it off the neighbor's front yard. He is such a moron. I honestly. Uh. Here's my issue, though. You, you give him a lot of shit. She's not being completely honest with him yet either. And now is the time. She. She wants to talk about trust and honesty. She's still holding on to her secret that she's bi. But she's never cheated on him. That's she's fine. She's never explored that. So that's- being attracted to the other gender, that's fine. Like you don't if she doesn't want to explore it, that's one thing. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she just wants to focus on him. If she does want to explore it, sure, bring it up. But maybe she's saving this moment as, all right, when I tell him, he better not freak out because he fucked up. But I think now is the time. While you're in the midst of an argument over trust and honesty, now might be the time. Or when you do get to that, you're going to rip any scab off that's formed 
after all these previous arguments. But she didn't breach his trust. No, but it is a little unexpected information. I guess. Doesn't she want to experience a relationship with a woman? I well, forget. she said it, but she said, well, I, I don't know. I have, to, I have to see how I feel. There is an opportunity. Right. That was like the first episode we met her. She said it. That's a pretty, that's pretty big news. You might want to tell your fiance. Correct. But I almost feel like she's overwhelmed by him and his actions. Then maybe she doesn't want to explore it anymore. Maybe she doesn't want to focus on their relationship. And, and that would be interesting. And I would understand if that was the case. But I just feel like in this moment, and not a tit for tat, not a, oh, you sent junk videos. I also have something I want to share. More just, hey, on the topic of trust and openness and understanding each other, here's something I want to share with you. I think that's a conversation they need to have when they are in a better place so he doesn't overreact. All right. Because I think if she said it now, it's going to look like, oh, she's trying to overpower him. No, like he needs to own up to his shit and feel guilty for a while before she shares something with him. Fair enough. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break. All right. When we come back, we'll talk. Nicole and Nikki. Nikki and Igor. We can talk. Clayton and Annalie, Ashley and Manuel. We got a whole cast of characters Ooh. to talk about. But right now, we'll tell you about our sponsors, and then we'll be back in a second. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you ready to go to Moldova? You know what? I'm not. Because <laughs> I want to go to Moldova. And for some reason, we can't take Nikki to Moldova. She, she needs new clothes to meet the parents. And instead, Igor takes her to like the filing basements. Of Moldova. Instead I don't of, know what it means, but hmm. maybe Moldova is too hip and too cool, and Nikki needs something modest. Okay, I can see that because, yeah, Justin feels like we're going to meet the parents. Nikki's a little too sexy. He would have been happy taking her to Joanne Fabrics and getting a, a burlap sack, but instead, no, they go to what I'm going to affectionately call Filene's basement. Yeah, okay. So did you hear him saying, oh, my parents accepted her being trans, but they're older generation, and so I want her to look respectful. Yeah. But then in the previews, he says that mom doesn't know, unless I misunderstood. No, they know. I'm, I'm pretty sure they know. They know, right? Okay. I'm pretty sure they know. So they know, but Justin says, 
She has big butt. She's like a cartoon character. Big butt, big boots. Big boots, Justin. Big boobs. Did you hear him saying big boots? And so the producer had to be like, boobs, dude. Oh. Boobs. Look at Teresa calling out people for messing up the English language. Well, it wasn't Teresa. It was the producer because he was saying she has a big butt, big boots. <laughs> so, yes, she has big butt, big boots. But that's not the issue. The issue is that she loves to show it. Mm, right? And point. it's okay. You do you. However, if you're meeting someone's parents, no matter if they are more conservative or not you still want to roll in and be respectful so i think the fact that she just doesn't understand and it's kind of upset about like yeah like he wants me to change i'm sexy he knows it he knows i love sexy he wants me to be this conservative wife it's like no he doesn't he well he does but he wants you to for once Dress up a little more modest for the parents, right? It's not a big ask. And you can still do modest and be sexy. I see both of their arguments. What I would say is I want whoever I'm with to be themselves. I don't want to have to feel like I need to point them in the right direction of the closet before meeting the parents. I want to date someone, be with someone who I trust their choices. And so, yes, I think you would want to dress conservatively when meeting the parents, but I also don't want to have to tell my partner that. So I would choose to be with someone who I didn't have to tell them how to dress. Well, we went shopping before I met your parents, but it was because I had hives. You did want something to cover up your body, but yes, it was because it was breaking out in a rash. Well, it was because of a dusty apartment. Yeah, you are allergic Yes, to dust. But okay, they end up at this store and Nikki spots this hot pink suit. She likes it. She tries it on. No skin was really showing, but Justin thought, too sexy. Well, it was the shirt underneath. The shirt underneath she was wearing, that's her own shirt, was showing off her bra, which honestly, like a see-through shirt with whatever was going on there, showing off your bra, like... That's not a good look, Nikki. Well, if you want to show your boobs, do like a deeper cut. What I like showing of your boobs through a shirt—that's two thousand and five. I thought what made it sexy or or seem sexy was that as soon as she came out, she turned around, she like popped her ass. She came out of the changing room and then she was like, "Oh, look at my ass!" Like Michael Scott when he put on when he put on his <laughs> new dress pants and he was like, "Ooh!" And they're like, "Michael, go, Michael!" And then it was a woman's suit. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think the way she paraded around wearing it was sexy. I didn't think the outfit itself was too sexy. No, it wasn't good at all. I hated hot pink, and I know that's yeah. Nikki's color. I don't like it. I think what she ended up wearing was awesome. It yeah. was modest, but not too modest. It was sexy, but it was like nice sexy. It wasn't provocative because why would you want to be provocative to meet the parents? Honestly, let's just, there is zero reasons unless you want to bang the dad, which I'm going to go with no. Why would you want to dress provocatively? And so what she ended up going with was beautiful. She looked very good. Less makeup, nice hair, this nice polka dot dress. Like she looked great. She, she looked fantastic. I thought it was the best she looked all season, but you want to wear what you're comfortable wearing. And so she's comfortable 
dressing a little sexier, that's what makes her feel comfortable. Some people, they put on too much clothing and they feel uncomfortable. Oh, this isn't me. I want to meet someone and feel like myself so I could show them who I am. And in order to feel comfortable enough to do that, I have to dress the way I want to dress. So again, it's a different mindset that we come from the mindset of, yes, you dress conservatively to meet family. Not everyone believes that. Not even that. Like I don't necessarily dress conservatively around your parents. Like I whip out my leather pants all the time, but it's like, I don't walk around and popping my butt and boobs when I'm around your parents. That's behavior, not outfit. But here's the thing. I just thought of it. I don't do it at all. That's my my jam. Okay. So you just made my point for me. She does that 100% of the time. So if she's going to feel comfortable around the parents, she needs to dress how she normally does, which is what makes her feel comfortable. And that's why she dresses like that. You're asking her to be someone she's not and then try to make a good first impression. It's impossible. Well, all he's asking her to do is don't show your boobs. And I thought, I don't think that's such a big of an ask. Like she can still wear a tight shirt. Just don't let the boobs out. Yeah. And as we said, she ended up wearing clothing she had brought with her. And she looked amazing. Beautiful. She looked the best she looked all season. So while she's getting ready and doing her hair, I hear a very familiar sound. (laughs) It was Duolingo. Is Justin on the Duolingo app learning English? Well, he says, I struggle with not understanding her when she yells at me. So next time she yells, I want to know what she's saying. (laughs) She's like, did it teach you horny? You know, when your pee-pee gets hard. And here's what I'm, I get it. I was with her too. I think she was a little sexually frustrated. She wanted to know that he is attracted to her. But enough with the sex talk because it is becoming too much. And it's too much in an annoying way. Like if someone was going this hard about sex, like if you kept doing things like this, saying, oh, oh, Teresa, oh, S, for, S is for sexy. Like, why don't you show me your vagina Jeez. while I'm like trying to go and meet someone? It's like, why? Like, there is time and place for it. Don't bring sex into everything because if you do, then I don't want it. Does it make sense? I totally. Think if it becomes too much and too unnatural, then I don't want that. And I think she... She is doing the opposite that she thinks she's doing. She thinks, oh, I'm going to bring up sex all the time so I can turn him on and we'll have it. But she's doing the opposite. She's turning him off the more she talks about sex. Yeah, it's overwhelming. It is. Just just try to connect and the sex will come. Yeah. So Nikki gets dressed. She, as she put it, sexy conservative or the Sarah Palin, as I call it. Well, she looks great. Yeah. And Justin was complimentary of it, said, Uh, oh. uh, Was he? (laughs) Now you look like a regular woman. I don't think he knows what he says. And again, he's using Duolingo. His English is not great. Right. So I think what he's trying to say has nothing to do with her being trans. He's just saying, oh, you look like most women in Moldova. Like less makeup. Totally. Not as provocative, like beautiful. She, however, takes it her own way. Right. She doesn't buy it. She doesn't buy that, oh, it's a commentary on my makeup or clothing. Because she brings up the night before, she was petting his chest and Justin wasn't accepting it. Well, she says, I was just petting your chest. And he's like, 
no, you are being wild and scratching mm. me, overpowering me. He's like, I don't like it. And he literally gets to the point he's saying, I don't like it. That's why I just wake up and make breakfast because I feel like it's too much. It's too wild. And this was getting closer to the conversation he was having with his friends at that yeah. bar where he was saying, she's too dominating. I don't like that. She's that controlling. He's not being that forthcoming or, or that honest with her, but he's starting to get there where, oh, he's, yeah. where he's saying like, it was too wild. It was too aggressive. And Nikki's just like, well, you know, this is who I am. And he goes, who? Hungry woman from America? Ooh. And that sets her off. Well, she says, I'm not a simple woman. You need a simple woman. And that's not me. You need a fuck robot. <laughs> that was, I think that was Sarper. <laughs> Sarper is a fuck robot. Uh, oh. 24 hours, seven days a week. That sets, that sets her off. And she's like, I'm leaving. Yeah. And then Justin, with a hilarious line, opens the sunroof and goes, where's the eject button? Now you're leaving. Yeah, that was that was good. But Nikki doesn't find it funny. I, I think they have a very different sense of humor. I don't think Nikki has a sense of humor. Probably not. And I think he's, I think he does have a good one, but because of his language barrier, it doesn't come out well. It just comes out in these little moments. He's mm-hmm. trying to like... Make the situation lighter, which I appreciate. Like when things get serious for not not no reason, there is a reason, but when one is trying to just make it lighter, let's, let's move on from it. She's not accepting it. She gets more upset. Well, you said maybe upset for no reason. It may have been no reason. If Justin was truly saying, oh, you look like regular woman, if he was truly trying to say, oh, now you don't look like a housewife. Now you don't look like an over-the-top, too much makeup. If he was just saying, yeah, you look like girl next door now, then there was no reason to get upset. She interpreted it as, oh, you're saying I look like a real woman. And that's why she got upset. But again, that's back to his English skills. I know. He doesn't know what a girl next door is. I didn't know when the, I the moved The meaning, here. that yeah, term you didn't know. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like for him saying you look like a regular woman means... You look, oh, you look like most women around here. Not too sexy, nice makeup. I love it. More modest. I believe that that's what he was trying to say. However, and you tell me this too, and you told me this more when we started dating, and I sometimes wasn't aware of that what I say, I don't mean anything ill. However, the way I put it together might have sounded offensive to some. And you always called me out on it on a nice way, saying, hey, like, I don't think you're trying to say this. However, this is how it sounds. So just an FYI, in case you talk to other people. And I'm glad I had someone like you telling me this because I didn't know. For Nikki, she doesn't think this way. She doesn't think that, oh, he's just saying this because of the lack, lack of English language. He doesn't know how to say differently. She gets offended immediately. And again... I don't think he knows. And he gets confused and upset to be like, why are you mad? Yeah, there's so much nuance to the English language. One word wrong could make a completely different meaning. Flipping two words, inversing two words can make something so different. And you made a great point. The guy was sitting there on Duolingo. Yeah. Proof positive that he's not comfortable with the English language. And now you're going to jump on him because maybe he did say something and you just misunderstood it. Yeah. 
Either way, this is not meet the parents' energy. This is not how you want to be walking into a parents' meeting. Here's what I'm going to say. If he doesn't go to America within the next two episodes, I don't want to see this anymore on the OG. Like, why are you on the OG? Yeah, this is B90. This is B90. Like, you're on the wrong freaking show. So bring him to the US or break up with him, one or the other, because you guys are on the wrong show. Agreed. All right. Well, let's move on to a couple that's absolutely on the right show. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) On the right show with the right drama. However, not the right for each other. Ashley and Manuel. And, okay, they're still at the couple's therapy session. And Ashley brings up how Manuel keeps his family life secret from her. She says, I haven't even met his kids and we're getting married. I feel like a side chick. And that's crazy to me because his kids are 12 and 14. They are old enough to understand that mommy and daddy are not together. Daddy is moving on. Who is this lady? The fact that he's not telling the kids, that's mind-blowing because it's not just like, oh, I'm going to visit a friend in the U.S. I'll be back home in a week. He moves to the U.S. He's going to marry her. What what episode number is this? It's freaking seven. Okay, so this is red flag number seven then. Because who would marry someone that you don't feel comfortable enough introducing your kids to? Oh, yeah. Right? It's not just oh yeah, we're dating and it's not time to meet the kids yet. You're going to marry this person, but you don't feel comfortable enough introducing your kids to them? Kids, family, and we'll get that with Annalie. Like that's just, that's mm. that's Manuel 2.0, but we'll get there. Yeah, okay. We have a lot to unpack before we get there. So Ashley brings up how Manuel never shares anything with her because apparently she gets upset when he does. And one of those things... He needs to send $250 a month to his family. No, she needs to send $250 to his family. Correct, because it's her money. He's not working. And this is red flag eight now. I, okay, Manuel robs me the wrong way from the second we met him. He doesn't appreciate her. He doesn't love her. He is an opportunist and he saw an opportunity to go to the U.S., live off of someone for a while, like a barnacle living on a whale, right? And then he's going to run away, leave her without a trace, go to be with his family in New York City or New Jersey. I agree. The thing I feel like a lot of these foreigners don't understand is that the American, as their sponsor, has some responsibility for you and so it's only fair if, hey, I'm going to, if I'm going to sign for you and I'm going to have your back and support you, that you're honest with me and transparent with me and don't hide things from me. Exactly. Because even if they divorce, she is still responsible for him for 10 freaking years unless he becomes a citizen. Yeah. And so to hide these things and then spring them on her, oh, hey, we're going to send money. It's like, no, you need to be transparent with someone who is sponsoring you. Or, all right, you want to send 250 That's cool. I don't think that's a huge amount to help your kids. But let's wait until you are eligible to work, until you can find a job and you can make that money and send it. Don't rely on her to do that. Yeah. So... I was just going to add, I get it. He was the sole provider, I assume. And now he 
is not. He moved to the U.S. to be with Ashley. That's something he should have talked to her about before. He should have planned for. Maybe save up some money yeah. so you can provide. Like they, they didn't plan for this. They had zero conversations about this. She had no idea that's what he does, and he didn't tell her. Like this is all so fucked up. Yeah. So okay, cut to the cafe. Manuel's still upset about therapy. He calls Ashley and the therapist a clown. Which I would literally slap him and walk out that moment. Well, here's what I I think. He doesn't want couples therapy because he doesn't want to be a couple. He Exactly. But here's the thing. He is a freaking, what's the word when someone's just doesn't respect someone, disrespectful. Mm-hmm. He's a disrespectful person to her, to the therapist, to literally everyone around him. I I cannot stand Manuel. His reason or his defense is where I'm from in my country. Therapy is not popular. As a man, I, I just talked to my wife and we figured out that's all well and good. Now you're in America and you're in an international relationship. Not even that. All right. He said, oh, I would talk to my wife. We'll figure it out. You don't talk to her. You have secrets. You don't open up about shit. She has no idea. She's never met your kids. She's never even met, met your cousins or never even heard that you have 59 relatives in New York and New Jersey. Right. Like, there is so much... So much like lack of respect and misunderstanding. Not They literally don't know each other. And I completely agree. But I still think you can use that defense. Oh, well, in my country, that's all well and good. But you're now in an international relationship and you have to value each other's cultures. And I'll admit, in the beginning of our relationship, a lot of the time you would say or I would say, well, hey, where I'm from, this is what we do. That's great. But now you're dating, engaged, married to a person who's not where you're from. And so you have to find common ground and middle ground. Correct. A common ground. That's the term. Him calling her and the therapist a clown. I'm going to bring it back. But that just shows you what type of a person you are. You're just dumb and disrespectful. I'm going to do you one better. He's a child. And Ashley treats him that way. Literally when she's like, you need a nap. You need a nap right now. That's what you tell a six-year-old who's throwing a temper tantrum and screaming. It's like, okay, we got to put you down for a nap. She treats him like a child. I don't know what Ashley is getting out of this relationship. Nothing. I I know what Manuel is getting out of this relationship, but I don't know what she's getting. She's getting sexy time, I guess. But I think she treats him this way because the alternative would be her losing her shit. And I know she's trying not to. Yeah. She's trying not to yell at him, not to be upset which that's where she goes and i think her saying you need it you need a nap you need a siesta you need to calm down it's her being calm okay let's see if it works oh i don't think it will because when she goes to her car trying to go home he's like i'm just gonna walk yeah i hope he gets lost (laughs) (laughs) all right let's move on let's talk about clayton and annalee here's some good news okay it's day two and nobody's eating a pet yet so things are good. <laughs> yes, day two. No, guinea pigs are still kicking as far as we know. But the bear between them hasn't moved because 
he wakes up trying to kiss her. There is the bear in between. She's like, no, like, no, no kiss. What top, what kind of a love is this? This is a love where you're in an apartment with thin walls and your mom is in the next closet over. Okay. You can kiss. You don't yeah, have you to have a bed in between. You can say, hey, let's not have sex. You can cuddle. You can I kiss. Mean, some people That's get, not going to wake up someone. Some people get too horned up. You, you start kissing. It's going to lead to one thing and the next. And all of a sudden, now mom is in a closet going, what am I hearing? Plugging my ears. Correct, but no. The stupid bed is she is not attracted to him. She's not proud of the relationship. <sighs> she is there for whatever reasons. It's okay. So... I initially thought the same, but then it's confirmed that when they are in Peru, they're banging like guinea pigs. And so (laughs) I guess maybe she's sleeping with him to get the green card, but it seemed like sex was on the table, no problem. And now it is the fact that mom's in the closet next door that's keeping them from getting intimate. Okay, I can see, again, no sex because mom is there, but you don't want to give someone a kiss in the morning not before brushing your teeth have you seen clayton still like honestly if you are in a relationship well morning breath sure we all have it but like you can still kiss the other person i'm not saying you need to get into a makeout sesh but she doesn't want to touch him okay she doesn't want to cuddle like it's she is there for something but it's not him and i'm very curious to see how that's gonna turn out because i first had high hopes but i don't i don't think she is being genuine i think she is onto something or after something and it's not him all right well she's not gonna ride clayton she's at least gonna ride a horse so that's today's activity and okay okay I'm going to prove my point, right? They get in the car. He has a surprise for her. And he's asking for a kiss. In the car, away from mom. She's like, no. Mm. Like, you're not even telling me where we're going. It's Mm. like, give him a kiss. He doesn't... She does not want to be intimate with him. Fair enough. Fair enough. So this was like a kid's activity. Just getting walked around in a circle by Ashley. And I don't know her sister's name. Probably Brittany or something. They look like (laughs) (laughs) TikTok horse trainers but well they've never ridden a horse so i don't care the first time i ever rode a horse wasn't like this i'm an adult let me off let me free true they take- yeah when we went to ride tommy in vegas we yeah. went out there yeah they just yeah. let us walk so they take one lap around the ring and they sit down and talk and the topic of conversation is annalee's lack of social media posts about them as a couple not lack zero zero Zero. She never posted about the relationship, right? And she, he's asking about it. He's like, well, now you're here. You can make a post. And she says, absolutely fucking not. I, if I told my dad that I got engaged after four days being together, he would be pissed. And we learned something even more fucked up. And that's why I don't like Anna. She says, I don't want to post because you are like a gringo. You're like a white guy. Uh, we spent, we didn't spend too much time together. I can tell my dad. I, I told him I'm coming here on like for work. And so maybe I'll post in like a year or so and I'll tell my dad I met you here. Well, yes. What? She is so calculated because I don't think she said a year, but I think she said, yeah, it's better to announce that we're together after the 90 days 
but I won't say that we're husband and wife. People will assume we're boyfriend, girlfriend, and they'll they'll assume that we met here. And it's like, oh wow, you thought about this. You Oh yeah. This is really calculated. And that makes me think it is devious. It is. Like I would if you did this to me or if I did this to you, we would not be sitting here. That's absolutely ridiculous. The fact that not even that she's not telling her family. The fact that she lied to them saying, oh, I'm going there for work. And now she has this plan that eventually she'll tell them and she'll tell them she met him in the U.S. Why? Like, you are an adult. Like, who the fuck cares what you're doing with your life? Is your dad going to be mad at you a little bit? Oh, maybe. But he'll get over it. Yeah, I, I think Eddie the episode goes to Clayton because who gets... Who gets a green card for someone who's unwilling to post a photo of them on their social media? I feel bad for Clayton because I think he doesn't get out too often. He lives in his video game world. He met her. He's deeply in love. And he doesn't want to admit that, wait a minute, like this is not okay. And I think he's afraid to fully confront her because she might pack up and go, which which she should. Like, he is not a bad guy. Like, he is not a bad-looking dude. Yeah, he's very he's very normal-looking. Yes, he lives with his mom in his closet. Yes, he plays video games all the time. But <laughs> but, but he there, deserves he There's got to be some someone. redeeming factor. He deserves someone who appreciates him. I he's agree. not someone who's, like, nuts. I think he's someone who's been unlucky in love and then poured everything he has into her. And I think she's taken advantage of him. And I think he knows it, but he's afraid to say something because she may pack up and leave. Yeah, and who knows what happened in Peru, but I think now he can clearly see, oh, everything's not on the up and up. When he's in Peru, this long-distance relationship, maybe he thought, well, when she comes, of course she's going to. Of course, she's going to tell her family about me. When she comes, of course, she'll post a photo of us. But now shes he's realizing that's not happening. And now he's starting to catch on. Maybe everything's not so good. Here's a crazy thing. It's, again, social media. But if you think about it, social media is huge. It's literally your way of telling the world that, oh, I'm in love with someone. I'm engaged to someone. I have a partner in my life. And when you don't do that, it means you're hiding something. And we can judge that. But 30 years ago, this would be the equivalent of you not telling your family and friends, right? Also, post a story and just block your dad from the story. No, tell your fucking dad. Oh, yeah. Tell your dad. But if you want to post and share your love and your excitement and keep it from one person, you can do that on Instagram. Well, I'm sure she has family members who would tell her that. I'm just so outraged by her. Even she potentially got me more mad than Manuel. Okay. I don't know if you feel this way, but I do not like either. And <laughs> Rob, I don't know what's going on with this season. Don't get me wrong. I love to watch. But what are these people after? Okay. Well, One is worse than the other. You know what makes everything better? Drinking. Correct. Brandy and whiskey. Never a good mix. But we're going <laughs> to meet sister Brandy because she loves some whiskey. She loves to drink. And I'm glad Brandy exists because for some reason, mom just loves Annalee. They keep hugging. I think mom is just living her best life in a closet. She doesn't have a lot of say because I feel like if she did, she might get kicked out. So she's just being quiet. 
Serious question. Why can't mom stay in Brandy's closet now that Anna Lee is here? Maybe Brandy does not have a closet. Okay. All right. I just wonder. I feel like Brandy is maybe single. Otherwise, wouldn't she bring her husband? And now that Clayton's got company, why doesn't mom go stay in Brandy's closet? Because Brandy is very different from Clayton. I think Clayton is the nice mm. guy who will just agree on everything. Be a like pushover. Yeah, oh, mom, you have no place to go out. You can stay here, sure. I think mom just literally moved in without telling him. Yeah. I don't think Brandy would allow it. I think Brandy would be like, wait a minute, mom. Like, let's talk about this. We need to set a plan for you. I think Clayton is just kind of like, okay, well, she's here now. Well, wh what do I do? I'm not going to kick her out. That's fine. That's a good point. So, all right, Brandy starts asking some questions. How do you like living here? Annalise says it's a big change. I had to leave my family. And you're right. Closet mom's like, yeah, it's a big change and puts her arms around her. Yeah, I'm telling you, mom, I don't know if she's aware of it or not, but she plays nice. Uh, yeah. I'm glad Brandy is there because someone needs to ask the tough questions. And I'm, I wish she asked more. So... It's interesting because Brandy's question is, why has she been a secret? So it's not just that Clayton's been a secret in Annalise's family. Annalise's a bit of a secret. Well, Brandy knew about Annalise, but she didn't know any details. And I think Clayton, I think Clayton's smart. And I think he's aware of the fact that if he told his sister, hey, yeah, I mean, we're good, but... She didn't tell anyone about me. I don't basically exist. She's lying to her parents about me. Brandy would be Brandy would be very concerned and would tell him, don't bring her here. Mm. And I think Clayton knew about it. So he decided not to tell Brandy, hoping, all right, when she gets here, it'll be different. She'll post on social media. We'll tell the parents, then we'll be great. But things are not great. Yeah, and, and Brandy puts two and two together and realizes... Okay, take out take out your bingo cards. Here we go. How do you know she's not here for a green card? And I'm glad she asked because she said, all right, well, I'm just going to be blunt. And she did, and she was, and she asked the tough questions. Annalise's answer makes zero sense. It makes zero sense, and then the way Clayton translated it made zero sense. Yeah. But she was just like, well, if I was just here for a green card, it wouldn't have been so hard to leave my family, which uh, kind of makes sense and kind of doesn't. It doesn't. It's worse. Because like, you're going to be here there, forever. If yeah. she was there for a green card, she could have told her family and said, hey, I met this guy. I really want to move to the U.S. Just give me three, two to three years. I'll marry him. I'll divorce him. I'll be back and forth home. I'll bring you guys yeah, over. No one's going to admit their scheme. No one's going to tell their parents that they're scamming. Some people will. I don't know. No, no, no. What Clayton says, though, he says, oh, well, she just she can't imagine faking that for two years just for a green card. It's like that's not what she said. Yeah. He tried to make it seem better. Well, Brandy says, well, I can't imagine that. Yeah. People do that all the time. Yeah. And she goes, it's fine. Just get married. And she stands up and she storms out. And she's like, I'm about to cry. Well, if you think about it. He went there once, right? So she spent a week with him or two weeks. All right, she sucked it up. She banged him a few times. The rest of the relationship was her responding to me on her phone. 
she could have been doing, she could have been hanging out, dating, going out with her friends. This online relationship was an online relationship. So faking it for two years would have been easy. So easy. So it would have been easy because it's a long distance one, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, completely. Poor Clayton. I don't know if he's just playing playing dumb or if he's truly knows but he's like oh i don't want to admit this because once i do it's gonna be it's gonna be real Mm -hmm. well this is they're on the right show this is true this is true 90 oh yeah give me more (laughs) and then last but not least devin nick we thought they were on the wrong show but we learned they are not so they got approval from nick's parents now things are good. So Nick- before they go to Cersei, oh, I couldn't even say it. Oh Arkansas. Uh-huh. Arkansas. He has a little surprise planned for her. And I love this. He says, when I proposed to her the first time, it wasn't it, it wasn't special. It was to get the K1 going. It's like logistics. Yes. He's like, but I want to really do it. So they're getting these traditional Korean costumes. They'll do some engagement photos around and he'll do the surprise while doing this. Yeah, they both change into their handbag. Devin's loving it. She feels like a princess. Here is the only thing I'm going to give them shit about. Dude, hire a photographer. I know. Or tell your friend. Selfie stick's not a vibe. Selfie stick is not a vibe, especially if you're trying to do nice pictures to, you know, to create memories. Oh, look, our engagement photos. Or ask a stranger. I hope they at least ask someone for a few photos without the stick. I think that's what the reality is. I think for the show, they use the selfie stick. In real life, they probably said, all right, cool, cut, and then gave a producer the phone and said, take a photo. But yeah, because they went to this fortress like it was a mm-hmm. park and it was, a, it was cool they do this finger heart which was you know taylor swift eat your heart out with the whole <laughs> two-handed heart they could do a one-handed heart and then wait there's more nick has a big surprise yes he said the traditional costume does not have pockets so he had to hide the ring in his inner pants it's really hard to get it out but he did yeah he gets down on his knee and he proposes and Devin in her in her authentic flat personality, says yes. <laughs> and with her personality, I was trying to figure out, are you happy, are you not? But she tells us she is, because yeah. she's very flat. Use your words, Devin, because we can't read your face. Very flat, but she loves it, she's surprised, and she is ready to go to the U.S., and so is Nick. He's ready to go, he's ready to get married. Mm-hmm. And we see on the previews for next episode... America, here we come. Oh, yeah. He's going to land in Arkansas. It's getting hard to say Arkansas. I can tell over there. Can you you say it? Arkansas. You're good. Our friends are probably happy that you're struggling with it. They hate it. (laughs) We we literally had friends call in and be like, can you stop with the Arkansas? We're like, no. I think those were friends from Arkansas. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this is me accepting Teresa's foreign way of life and her her struggle with the English language. I mean, who says Arkansas? Hmm? No, uh, nobody does actually. <laughs> what is the some proper- people say Arkansas, <laughs> some people say that. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it because you have Kansas. I look, guys, I correct Teresa enough. Sometimes I just give her one, and this Thank is, you. and I, I gave her this one. So we say Arkansas now, okay? 
Uh, happy, Kansas. happy uh, wife. I, I found, I found my uh, Kansas voice. Happy wife, yes. happy life, and, and I gave her this one. So please, Thank you. put down the phone. We're not changing it. It's our Kansas, just because <laughs> it makes life a little easier around here. And it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. All so. right. Whew. What an episode. What an episode. Teresa got heated. I got heated. What else is new? I got so heated over Annalyn because <laughs> I didn't expect her to be on my naughty list. So so soon, at least. This is the season. So, so yeah. I have Manuel, I have Rob, and now I have Annalie. Yeah, Manuel is, he's, he's top. He, he, he and Annalie. I, I'm still, Annalie has, has done Clayton dirty once, maybe twice. Manuel, is every time, oh. every time he speaks or acts, he's crossing Ashley. So Manuel would be the guy who would leave a potato in his sack. Or Cole. P- a potato. Potato, patata, coal. You guys do coal? Yeah. Well, who would leave the coal? Santa. Santa would do that? Yeah. I mean, not to me. He doesn't even come to my house. Well, in Shaq, we have, we have San Nicolas, which is not Santa. It's different. He comes with the angel and the devil. Sure. He puts you in a sack if you were misbehaving. That they sucks. do it on December 5th. And if you, if you did misbehave... You give a, you get a potato. All right. Well, that is a holiday next month. <laughs> this month, allow us to say happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. We are thankful for all of you. Thank you for listening. Yes. Enjoy time with your friends, your family, whoever you're going to spend it with. Maybe you're spending with us, and thank you for that. Absolutely. We are going to enjoy some turkey with John's family. And then Darcy's home state. In Connecticut. Yes. So, well, we hope you guys enjoy. And, and thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed watching and listening. All that good stuff. What All the goodies. What an episode. If you guys want to listen to even more, you can. Patreon, Supercast. Patreon.com slash MarietheReality. MarietheReality.Supercast.com. We're talking about the other way over there. So check it out. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at MarriedReallyPod. Make sure you follow the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review we got from our friends. Blue Magic. Blue Magic. Thank you, Blue Magic. Beautiful review. Beautiful. We love the love. Once again, congrats to Darcy and Georgie. Oh, yeah. And yeah, if you haven't left a review, please do. Be like Blue Magic and leave us a review. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. You guys are the best. I've said it all. I've said it all. Too much. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 